Welcome to Moody's Mixer, Winning with Prostate Cancer. Good evening. This is uh, Deadwood Cheney, and you are here with us on Wednesday check-in. So privileged to have uh, our brother with us tonight, Mr. Corey Moody, who is a CPA and CBA. And uh, I just found out what CBA meant today. I know y'all looking at me crazy and said, I thought you knew. Well, you didn't know either. Nah, I'm just kidding. Anyway, welcome to Wednesday Check-In with Dia with Cheney and Mr. Corey D. Moody on our financial series. Again, we're so excited about where God is moving Renaissance for those of you that join us weekly on social media. And I want to allow you a few minutes to come on. I need most of you to come on and join us. I know you hear a lot of that and but we're looking for you to tune in to join on before we really kind of launch. Just a few housekeeping things, if you will, and more housekeeping things will be coming in the very near future. Ladies and gentlemen, if you so desire to join us, join us, you can join us on our Facebook page. Our Facebook page is the Renaissance uh, Fellowship. You can join us where? You can join us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at Vegas Fellowship. You can join us, Givelify. If, if something is said, especially during this period, we need you to sow a seed into the ministry, into the belief of what is going on that God is doing or activating in your life. You can do that through Givelify. Now, let me say that before we move on. Basically, you take a smart device, you download the app, Givelify, you go and type, turn on your locator, then you what? You, you find the Renaissance Fellowship Las Vegas, the Renaissance Fellowship Las Vegas, and then you put the amount in and you're done and you get a receipt. Isn't that something? My goodness gracious. You get a receipt immediately. They say, thank you so very much. You can join us uh, through giving cash app, dollar sign, the Renaissance LV. You can join us Instagram at Vegas Fellowship. So ladies and gentlemen, again, we thank you for all that you continue to do, how you continue to support uh, the, the, the Renaissance Fellowship. But also let us not forget, and let's welcome our brother, Corey D. Moody, CPA, CBA. That is a chief evaluation uh, associate. I know I just messed that up. How you doing this evening, my friend? I'm doing well, doing well, man. And, and just enjoying life, man, and having a good time. Absolutely, that's what, it's a, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. And I see you as you're coming on. I wanna also welcome, ladies and gentlemen, our co-producer here, Lawrence William Cheney. Hello, uh, we welcome everybody. Welcome yeah, we thank to you. another thank episode, you. Financial Series. <laughs> Absolutely. He's joining us. He's working a lot behind the scenes. It takes a great team to get this done. And let me say this, ladies and gentlemen, if you wanna join us, those that don't have access to social media, you can join us right here. Corey Moody at podbean.com. Corey Moody at podbean.com. You can join us right there. And, uh, you know, we're just so excited. Last week, we were able to kind of really give you an overview, an introduction of the financial series. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, uh, Mr. Moody is coming back to share with us and the official launch 
next week, the first week of August, we're excited where God is taking us. So again, let's welcome Corey Moody uh, to the uh, to the mic. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And you know, one of the things that I love is is music. And so I always like to kind of come in just with a little music, kind of to set the tone. You know, we do this when we go to church service to usher in the spirit. You know, we like, you know, let's come in, let's hear it. Well, this financial series is, is the same thing. We're going to find out more and more what God really says about us being stewards over finances. And it's not so much about how much money we have and it's what do we do with it? What do we do with our time and how do we honor God? And do we understand where we are on this journey that he has us on? And one of the things I found out over 30 something years and what we're going to do, we had some technical difficulties last week. Uh, I, I'm going to recap a little bit. And one of the reasons I want to recap because he mentioned about us launching the new, uh, something new in August. And what we're gonna be having next week, we're gonna, we're gonna have a Zoom link because what we wanna do is to make this interactive. So we're gonna be asking questions. You know, we want everybody to, to respond and be part of this journey. So we're gonna have this Zoom next week. We're gonna have polling questions. So I'm gonna kind of recap I'm going to bring up some information, kind of give you, I'm, I'm going I'm to be a good teacher, as they say. I'm, I'm going to kind of give you what's going to be on the test because we're going to have some polling questions next week. But the tests are to see, are we grasping the concept? You're going to find out there really aren't any right or wrong answers. But it's how do we understand the information? What path are we on? Because what's important is to understand who we are. And we started last week talking about value. Do we understand what value is? And I believe that is part of a major piece for us to understand to get free of financial bondage. And this financial bondage is not about how much money we have in our bank account, but how it holds us back spiritually from God because we missing it. We're missing our call. So we kind of talked about value. We talked about Leviticus 27, where God set a numeric value on every person born. He gave these instructions to Moses. So God set a numerical value on his people, on who he loves, and that's us individually. And have we not built that, built on that value? Or do we take away where God started us? Or do we build on it? Well, in order to build on it, we have to understand concepts. And I want to take us through these financial concepts so we can apply them to our lives. And everybody's indicator is going to be a little different than the next. You know, everybody, you know, it's kind of like a, a business. When a banker looks at a business balance sheet or their financial statements, 
And you take these financial statements to three different banks. Well, each bank may have different ratios or different things that they determine the validity of this being a good loan or good deal they want to deal with. And we got to understand that for ourselves, there's what is it worth? What do we really want to do? And so we have to understand these concepts. And God talks to us about wisdom and knowledge that we have to have these things. But it looks different for everyone. But, but we, when we all understand the concepts, we can apply them across the board to our individual lives. So we're going to get into you know, financial statements and budgeting and all those things. But one of the things I believe is we have to get in shape first. We got to break down what we have and what our knowledge is. You know, I'm going to read something in James. You know, it, 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 God talks about the race. And I talk about track and field a lot because that's, my, that's been my life. So I, I can relate to a lot of things in track and field. So how does that look? How does that, how does that look? How does that apply to us as it relates to our finances? Well, how it does is we got to understand what the race looks like and what God says about getting in shape. I made a comment about what do we do? Do we focus this on the don'ts? And I'm going to say the law. Does that allow us to really progress? So God said you're worth 50 shackles. Are we taking away from that or are we building on it? And people have been building on individuals their whole life. But we have to understand the game that we're playing or the life that we're living. So, so it's first, Chronicle, uh, first Corinthians, I apologize, first Corinthians chapter nine, verse 25. And I just wanna read this because I've talked to Olympian, gold medalists, world champions, and we've always talked about the process. What does it take? I'm just going to read this. So this is God putting this stuff out. So let's listen to this. Do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games, listen to this goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that would not last, but we do it to get a crown that would last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and to make it 
my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. So in track and field, we, you know, runners get disqualified. How do they get disqualified? False starting. You know, they can get disqualified from running on the lines, running out of the lanes. Well, if we don't understand the rules, we can't run the base, best race. So I can show you kind of the end, you know, hey, look, here's all these documents and stuff. Go ahead and run the race. But you just heard that we got to go through some strict training. And those forms will be part of our training. But we got to build the base first. And this base is understanding. And it comes from understanding our value. Because God did this back in Leviticus. Value has always been important. So I said some things last week ab about slavery, about capitalism, and understand how certain things stay the same. The names just change. I remember the last time I heard my father speak at the University of Michigan. He was there talking about diversity. And, you know, my dad was at the U University of Michigan. He was the vice provost. So, he, you know, he was someone that people listened to. And he fought his whole life for equality for everyone. And his last speech was about diversity, how things just change names. Nothing really changes. And we have to be able to recognize that just because they call something different, that it's not the same game. And so we have to make sure of that. And, you know, the, we talk about the Civil War and that the North against the South, and it was about to free the slaves. Well, that did happen because of the war, but that wasn't the major motivation. See, the, more, the, the real motivation was a financial, was an economic fight within our own country. Because see, what was happening, the North and the South were fighting about fair practices that the people in the North had skilled labor or paid labor. So all these factories and stuff, they were paying their employees. Well, the people in the South, the plantation owners, they had free labor. So the playing field was not even. So what the fight was about, we need fair practices. Well, part of the negotiation was, well, if it's fair, you know, fair practices, you know, the byproduct would be, hey, the slaves get free. That's what we got to do. This is what we got to do to open up enterprise, to make it fair. That's what we are do. But being fair does not come on one side. Being fair goes both ways. You know, I had a negotiation today, and 
It was about both people walking away with something. But see, it's not fair when only one gets to walk away with their head high. And we have to understand that where we come from, not understanding our value, can have you with your head down because you've been told by someone else what your value is. God already told us what your value is. But we got to build on that. We got to do things to increase that value, just like businesses do all day long. How businesses grow is by increasing their value. And, and, and some of the things I'm giving you a heads up, kind of a, a cheat on some, what's going to be on the quiz. Let's take three different companies. Let's say right now I'm just showing you one line. One have revenue of one million, one have revenue of two million, one have revenue of three million. If that was all the information you had, which one would you take? A is one million, B is two million, three is three million. So this is going to be on the polling questions next week. And we're going to be able to see the results of what people are selecting. It's anonymous. No, we don't know who, who's saying what because it's, it's anonymous but just to see what the response is. So in this example, we all may say, let's pick the one with the highest revenue. C, now I'm gonna show you what the cost is to produce that revenue. Now, when you subtract that from the revenue, you get what's called a gross profit. How much money did they make off of their efforts? How much money do people make off of us individually? See, when we understand our value, we don't get taken advantage of, or we understand this is the deal I make. And we know about the stories in the Bible, you know, about, you know, when Jesus, you know, employed people and they were getting paid a wage and then you know, people came in at, ha at, at halftime or halfway and got paid the same wage. And the people who worked the full eight got disenchanted. The same thing with Amos. You know, he, yeah, he wanted everybody to get free, but didn't feel like, now it's not fair. I'm really mad that they're free, that, they're, that they made it. When you understand your value, no one can get you off your game. And before we start going through all these worksheets, and these worksheets are important, but we gotta get through the mental piece. And I'm saying this from 30 something years of experience of dealing with over thousands of people and, and, and couples in my life. Because one thing I had to understand as a CPA, when that person's sitting in front of me and they talking about their money, there's nothing else that they will hide from you because that's the exposure. But when you see these numbers and understand what these numbers mean and, and the indicators of what's going on, 
you're able to make good decisions. God always wanted to, uh, us to understand and have good counsel. That's never been something he didn't want us to have. Matter of fact, he says, take up wise counsel. That's the information. But we got to break through it from the mental perspective. And when we understand that value, that helps. Yes, things that have happened since the beginning of time leaves all of us vulnerable. But do we choose just to stay in victimhood because these things happen? And it's easy. It's easy. One of my favorite movies, one of my favorite movies is The Accountant, because I'm an accountant. You know, they make very few movies about accountants. But this one was a little special because there was an artistic kid who had a genius brain with numbers. But he was an outcast. And we all probably get outcasted somewhere in our life. But what brings us back? Is it kind words from someone else? Is it getting on our knees praying to God? Or is it us getting up and moving forward? And it's hard to move forward when we don't quite understand or understand our value. So here this kid becomes a genius and doing these numbers like no one ever done numbers before. But he had, he was, he was an outcast, but could do numbers like no one else. And there was the test when he and his brother met up in the, in the scene and they recognized each other and they, you know, they both were killers. But they took care of each other at that point. They knew it was over because they could have killed one another. So that value is something we're going to work on and we're going to use these tools. But how to look at our lives. And I mentioned last week, you know, you know, you know if you're happy at work. Do you feel value? So that's going to be a question. It's not a right or wrong answer. But a follow-up may be, do you think you're getting paid your value? You know, I talked about, you know, I'm, I was a CPA working at the airport making $15 an hour. When if I didn't work there, I could be in my office earning $200 an hour. Why would I do something like that? Did I understand my value or the value of the service I was providing? That position paid this. That was my choice. That if I want whatever I th thought I could get from working there, was it worth my time? See, it's not always about the dollars. 
as it is understanding the value of the time. And that's where we get it. It's understanding our value and how it relates to time with God. That's what he's been drilling in my head. And I'm finally waking up. It took 58 years. And I say maybe even take a cancer diagnosis. I probably would not be here talking like this, living the way I'm living with my lifestyle change, if I hadn't gotten prostate cancer diagnosis. But I don't look, look at that as bad. Because I remember people coming into my office and talking with folks, I want to start my own business. We all say that, but we got a job. It's hard to leave something that appears to be a security blanket. And truth be told, a lot of us in business may not have been in business if we had not gotten fired. So sometimes what looks like something's bad, or if you're on public assistance, you still can increase your value. But it's about understanding whether you're on public assistance or you're working for your Fortune 500 company. Are you really getting your value? And outside of this monetary, how is it taken away from your relationship with God? And it's not about the love of the payment, but of the time. What, I, what I'm going through and, and been shaking trying to get off of this, this hamster wheel. I've been self-employed my whole life. So I always thought and felt like, you know what? I'm not getting on. I'm not on the hamster wheel. I was on that hamster wheel 10 times more than anybody who works for, for, works for anybody. But I was blinded because I thought I was making the call. But what was driving my work was everybody pulling, saying, I need this, I need this. And yes, that is what I'm supposed to do. But was it really taken away from my time that I needed to get to where I am right now? So our time, what he says, us understanding our value. So these worksheets, when we start, you know, do, you know, start working the forms and stuff, we're going to start getting indicators that's letting us know how well we're performing or how well we're really growing our value for God. And we can't be afraid to measure ourselves. You know, one of the things I found out in business, you know, one of the things that's always good to know is sending surveys out to your clients so you can get feedback. But a lot of times, getting that feedback can hurt, can cut. But knowing it makes us better. We all have blind spots. I didn't bump the wall of my head, I don't know how many times in life, and been knocked out. Sure didn't think I'd be sitting up here. but I had to understand what my value is to God and no one else. And when I started finally turning that 
corner to die into my flesh to understand what he wants me to do. I had to truly embrace my value, what I may have missed by not being obedient, but more than anything, why I know where I can go to get it, to, to live in his kingdom. Now, one of the things, you know, you know, I said last week that getting into heaven, we can confess Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. But God also talked about entering his kingdom, running the race. And being great in his kingdom here on earth. But we have to be prepared. It said we have to have strict training. So we're going to pull some, some layers back. And it's going to look different than maybe most of us, and even myself, have gone through in this. Because this is helping me also. Understanding what I have to do every day. I try to make every day more worthwhile. Not for anything other than, God, what can I do for you? So, when we come back next week, we're going to have these questions. You'll be able to read them. You're going to be able to vote on them. And it's going to be important to vote because you want to be part of the statistics. You know, so when somebody goes and listens to it in one of the episodes next week or later on when it's not live, and they see the, you know, the breakdown of A, B, C, D, and they said, where did you fall? And then when we start talking about, did your value increase over the last six months or from week to week? See, it's not about the amount. And see, that's where we lose it. We sometimes use the wrong measurements of what of being quote unquote successful is. And just to tease when I talked about those companies the three million or two million and one million, the company that was the most profitable over the whole thing was the company with the one million in sales. But we got to understand what to look for to be efficient and effective in, what, in, in the race and win this race to get this crown that we're saying we're running. And we got to make that choice. I'm not going back into, you know, faith without works is dead. But I want you to do this, and I do this as, as every time I, I try, that this word comes up. As soon as I say, you know, I'm doing this by faith, I go slash work. Which is now it's telling me, okay, faith, boom, God, here it is. Now, what processes and systems I got to do in place to make this happen? So as soon as you say faith, they say work, which means what do I have to do to release this faith to get this strength? Because he tells us about the strength he gives us. So 
understanding this breaking down our mindset is the part we got to get before we can even start doing some heavy training. Olympic athletes that run 110-meter hurdles, that run 400-meter hurdles, in the fall, in August, September, October, November, running hills, putting in 20 miles of road work, just getting in condition. Has nothing to do with the race they're going to run at the Olympic Games. And people will say, why are they doing that? I don't have nothing to do with it. Yeah, but if you know what I know, it has everything to do with it. And that's what we're going to do in this financial series is understand what has, what every little thing has to do with getting close to God and fulfilling our purpose. Cheney? Can't hear you, sir. Brother Cheney, you there. So, we're going to get him piped in in a minute. Okay, there we go. I'm sorry. Brother Cheney, go ahead. You're back. I'm, I apologize. There we go. Am I in there? Yes, sir. Well, yeah, a lot of folks say we can hear you. Listen, listen, one of the things we, we got to make sure is that people understand what the definition of value is. That's going to be very important. You said the value uh, being to God, and a lot of people don't know their value when it comes to God, but a lot of folk do not understand the value within their own selves. So I, I just think that's going to be very, very important, man. That's powerful. That is so powerful. <laughs> that's powerful. Well, Ladies and gentlemen, as we, as we prepare for the August financial series. We're so excited about what God is doing. I know it's something different. And I know a lot of people saying, well, you know, I want Bible study. Well, we're going to give you the Bible, but we're going to give it to you a little different. We're going to try to teach a little different and share some things that are tools for your toolbox that you can use right now in your everyday life. One of the things Mr. Moody talked about was value. You know, there, 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 there are times in our lives where we feel like we're not as valued by others. But a lot of that has to do with the valuation of our own selves, what we think of ourselves. So starting next week, we will have the Zoom link and everything prepared for you. We want you to join us on Zoom. We want you to join us. So this is interactive. We're all in this together as we take this journey together. And again... If you have any questions, you can go ahead and type some of those questions in. That'll yes. be fine. We'll have you prepared. You could type them into the chat on Facebook and uh, and YouTube right now. You can do that right now, and we'll receive them, and we'll make sure we have answers or try to answer them the best way we can. Good to see all of you tonight. And let me say this. If you have special prayer requests, I need you to type those in. I need you to type those into the chat. Because I think God is, is doing something great. I know he is. I can feel the change 
And I think it's something that is needed. So type it in. One of the things I want to pray for, I want to pray for families, the families of the Renaissance Fellowship, but not only the Renaissance Fellowship, those that stream on our social media platforms and those that are listening through uh, Corey Moody's Podbean, we're praying for you. Want you to know this is not about what we get out of it, but what we can give you. And what we can give you is prayer. We can give you instruction, but we can give you prayer and support that you need. Also, ladies and gentlemen, on August the 1st, August the 1st from about 8.30 to about 10.30, we will have a Renaissance Family Fellowship at Cheyenne High School, 3200 West Alexander Road for two hours. We're hoping and praying that we can have this vaccination pop up. We're really trying, we will have uh, back to school backpacks for kids. Uh, it is coming. I'm telling you, it is coming. Ladies and gentlemen, it is coming. We're excited about what God is doing. We're excited about where he is taking us. We're excited about what he continues to do. And let me just say this, this financial series has been birthed out of two gentlemen that, uh, that discuss all the time the value. We talk about value. We're talking about how can we be valued not just as men, but men of God, men of faith, and men trying to be an asset to all mankind. So again, um, uh, Corey, you have any parting words, Mr. Moody, as we get ready to launch off and log off? I just want to say, you know, you know, bring your pad and pencil and your notes next week, uh, because again, this is interactive, and, and we want... You know, we want to make this an enjoyment, you know, understanding our values should not feel like a punishment or anything like that. You know, it should feel like, you know what, I'm getting free. I'm getting these shackles off, you know, yeah. and, and and that's what we want. And so, you know, from, from my life, you know, that's come through by being involved. And I learned mm -hmm. that in school. I was one of those kids who like to sit in the front of the room and ask questions. Because that's how I learned. I was never afraid to not let people know what I didn't know. But by the time that class was over, half the kids met, thanks for asking that question. And I'm sure we've probably done that when we're sitting around. We're glad somebody asked, uh, else asked that question. Or what are some questions we didn't get asked? Because yeah. nobody brought them up. And we, kept, we just kept going down the wrong direction, knowing we had help. So that's why we want to make this interactive. It's going to be fun, you know, and we're going to, we're going to break some strongholds. Yeah. Awesome. Again, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Corey D. Moody. You can, uh, you can hit him up on so many different outlets. I want to go right to it here. Let me go flip this in here. You can reach out to him on Corey Moody at podbean.com. You can reach him on all social media platforms. He's everywhere. He's doing great work. And as he talks about the fight, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this Wednesday check-in, let me say this. This is not about us talking for 30 minutes. This is about us engaging you, uh, for us to grow together, for us to be what educated together, for us to unpack some things and really be transparent. 
Where are the transparent Christians, the saints of God, the ain'ts of God, those of us that sit up here and we say one thing and we're not being transparent. We gotta be transparent. If you want God to do some things, if you want him to really bless you and do some things as we've heard in the street, you gotta understand the value. You gotta understand the valuation and you gotta understand the validation. It's very important. Somebody somewhere right now is struggling just because you want a pat on your back. Guess what? Sometimes you gotta pat yourself on the back. You gotta lift your own self up. But here we are, and we are here to help you. I see you, Sister Hobbs, thank you so much. I'm praying for uh, Sister Robinson and the Renaissance family, thank you so much. Let us pause for a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for our time together, our understanding. We ask that you bless the Robinson family. We ask that you keep all of us in your care. We just ask in Jesus' name that you bless the Renaissance family, the social media family, those that are streaming in on all of our outlets. We thank you, oh God, as we launch this series, and we just thank you for Mr. Moody. His, we thank you for his willingness, his ministry, his businesses to share his knowledge of engagement and be transparent. Thank you, oh God, help us and allow us to touch lives, touch humankind everywhere, to what be a beacon of life for people everywhere. Thank you, and we ask these blessings in Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. Bless y'all. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Amen. Good to see all these comments up there. Good to see you, Nicole Tierra. Good to see you.